0: Hello and welcome to Bluebells Forever, a podcast with interviews of Bluebell dancers past and present. Join Sherry Lewis, a Bluebell herself, as she leads us on a journey through story and experience. And now here's Sherry. So I have Jackie Parr and I think, I don't even know if I reached out to you before, but I think I was meaning to because you've shown up in a few people's interviews and Diane DeMatteo and Jane, when they were talking about being in the show and how Diane talked about this other really tall Kiwi. Yeah, you're both Kiwis that were both tall and 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 you should have been together because I think you plus Leslie Band are the only people from New Zealand that were Bluebells that I know of. And we were, we were, we were having a good old chat before we record. <laughs> it's just like, we yeah, got to record this. So it's such good stuff. <laughs> um, And sometimes I start with where you grew up. So now we know that you were from New Zealand, but we were, I want to start with this because you talked, you asked me if I talked about it when I came back to, we kind of did the air quotes, normal life. And I said, yeah, no. Yeah. And I gave my reasons mainly. I think I was, I, I will share. I was just ashamed that I had been topless, but I loved, I was proud that I was a professional dancer so I'd only tell so many things, and it it was the reunions that made me realize it was such a special thing. And so you held up your um, thing that you have. I have the T-shirt of it It says "Proud yeah. to be a Bluebell." Yeah, and you've got the be. coasters and thing. And I I love that because I maybe some people came out of there and talked about it, but I feel like the majority of people I've interviewed kind of just shut the door on that and didn't really talk about it, or if, or if they did, their friends didn't understand or whatever reasons we didn't share it. There's something really liberating about talking about it. And I think there's something beautiful of owning it with pride because it really did form us that our twenties are when we're becoming who we are. And we were doing this incredible job traveling and getting experience and performing, making our own money and being educated in how people are different around the world. And like, wait, why would I not be proud of that? So I love that. I feel like we should all have the t-shirt or a banner that I am proud to be a Bluebell and maybe we're later in life understanding what we were a part of, but it was, it was pretty damn I great. Maybe,
1: yeah. I, I don't know, Sherry. I mean, I know I came back here on holiday and because he was the topless element. um, I think I just shied away because, and I would say, as, as we talked before, people think you're a pole dancer or you're a stripper. And it's it's, it's the furthest thing from the truth. And so you know, you only have to say it a couple of times, go out with somebody, or somebody says that to you when you knew in the beginning, and you shut down. You don't. You yeah. don't say anything. You just don't. Yeah. And then when the re, and then that was like I came back, nineteen ninety. So I'm thinking, my oh my gosh, we're looking thirty years ago. You know, um, so you, with the reunions that had come out, and how they were. Just Lindsay had done an amazing job and like I unfortunately couldn't go. I wanted to go to the second one, but I had my stepfather was really, really ill and and I was it. So um we didn't and I wanted to bring my daughter. But um everybody was nice. you know, I saw all the pictures, all the video footage, and I had a really great friend that came down. I mentioned Jennifer Jenny and Jennifer Webb, Jennifer Pigeon, and she'd got me an extra little pack. So I, I got the bag and I got the book the booklet, oh I got everything. <sighs> So the mirror, I think. What else is in it? But I think we've just shut down. But with the reunion starting and with time, because like I, th- you know, we, I said we all talk about as we've, now we're a lot older, our previous lives that you know that we we're not just you know mums. We don't just you know do whatever job we're doing now. We've all had to retrain or do something because you can't dance forever. Um, and it is proud and it is proud to be. And now that the Lido is no longer um it's really really sad because it is just a, an era 70 was it 78 years of a of a fabulous worldwide era and you, you to be proud to be absolutely proud of what you did the people you met um the whole the whole shabuzel, just amazing and mm. I'm really proud and, and I you know I've got the fridge magnet the coaster um, I've got the t shirt um, yes. <laughs> and they're just you know on the on the coffee table and i've you know friends come over and they go it's very subtle so, and i you know but having said that and all my dad all the pictures my maturi pictures i now i've got everybody does the bevel everyone yes does the bevel. oh my gosh you're gonna pass that on yes, yeah so, so I don't just stand there and be 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 you no know, just stand there for a picture put your arm up and you pose them and whatever and now it's just like I've, I've trained them and i'm seeing over time i'm seeing others are doing something similar or whatever so it's really kind of cool but yeah I'm, I'm why just... does that
0: look so good well yeah because yeah. my um when i came back i think i didn't tell people for all different reasons but i have a my best friend was a pastor at a church it was a church i went to and i felt like it was almost just coming out like i'm going to yeah. tell her that i danced topless kind of ready for her to I don't know. Pray with me, or tell me I did something wrong. <laughs> I, and I just felt like I, like I was scared to tell her. And so I told her. She was, "That's amazing! Oh my gosh!" And then the pastor of the church, no He goes, "That's awesome." I never had that reaction. I always had like, "Oh, you were one of those." And so I went, "Wait, oh, I may have put myself in this timeout for all this, all this time I didn't need to."
1: yeah think, and then i, I then i'm probably, sharing pictures
0: yeah. i'm telling everybody and i'm talking about the podcast and i actually yeah. have a picture of me topless that was i have never seen it it was in a book that a friend of mine had hmm. and it's a picture very similar that pete Menefee, who was our costume designer and name. so i saw the sketch and, and i saw mine and i went and i showed my daughter i showed my friends I yep. go, this is what it was. We were not, like you said, not on a pool, but I go, th- and they go, oh my God. So there's nothing even weird about showing people. Here's my breast at 20. Cause they look better. But it was, I felt like that's what they used to look like, but it felt really good to have it with absolutely no shame. No, um, I have to explain myself. Cause I, they see this picture and go holy cow, you were like gorgeous. I'm like, I know. And we're wearing these beautiful costumes and you feel untouchable. And you're it, not it, selling sex. You're selling beauty. You're telling a story. You're, you're a story, embodying yeah. this. So I feel like I'm loving hearing other people my age that are going, hell yeah, I did that.
1: <laughs> but you, did, when you, you mentioned before, you mentioned about a, um, a granddaughter had listened to her grandmother and the grandmother had shut, shut down and not said anything. And she said to you. Oh my God, Grandma was a badass. She was topless. She was, you know. I think my daughter was my daughter. I took her to um, she's eighteen in January, um, when she was probably oh I don't know about ten. We went to the Gold Coast and we went and watched one of the shows that were there, and um, she she was like oh oh oh, and I think there were a couple of I think there were two, and it might have been the one of the shows like. That marissa burgess was in when she when she came down because we caught up with marissa afterwards but um sort of said to her you know it's, it's part of it and as she's got that teenage those teenage years she's sort of tut 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 but now it's like oh mum, 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 mum. so it's 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 kind of nice but having said that you look at what their bikinis are now and it's being approved for a 17 year old it all hangs out in the bikini on the beach. So I'm going, I can't win. You know? <laughs> and we also had fishnets on to hold it all in.
0: That's oh my absolutely gosh
1: correct.
0: <laughs> When my son was dating his now ex-wife, they had met over Christmas break. So they had, weren't seeing each other. They were texting back and forth and giving like kind of funny um, information. Like, tell me an interesting fact about you. And so he would text and she would text something. goes, mom, what else is interesting about me? And I'm like, um tell her you were raised by a showgirl and a sailor. Cause I met my hus- husband, who used to r- race sailboats for fun, but he goes, Oh, that's a good one. Like, <laughs> I go, yeah, that's a, your parents were a showgirl and a, and a sailor that, that makes a great movie right there. And, and uh, yes, I think you had said, right. and some people think did I, is my life interesting? Is it worth going on and doing an interview? And then we start like hearing our own story that we have kind of thought was just normal And then when you say it out loud and you find other people that did it, like, oh, this actually really was different. This different than any of my friends that went off to college. They did great things, but it's,
1: it's very different life. It is a very, very different life. And I think I, there was something I read or, or saw just recently. Well, recently the last six months, and it was about a person, um, I think they were they were playing a musical instrument in a concert and somebody made a comment about how much money they were getting and they only spent like 20 minutes on the stage. And this person said, here's a violin or whatever it was. It's so something like this anyhow. You go up there and you play and the person goes, but I can't. Why not? But I don't know how. That person on the stage has been doing it for 15 years to get that good they can command that it was something like that anyhow yeah. and I thought yeah you've heard that a lot oh you're on stage for a show what's the show two hours two and a half hours and when you explain the intricacies of um you know the different ones topless covered acrobats the boys the principals all of you know those things that go well how long are you actually on stage for how many numbers do you do and it's sort of like when it gets drilled down you in, in the end you just shut down you don't you don't go any further because it's like well they don't get it and you've been dancing since you were like seven years of age and that the, in rehearsals and the shows what you see on on stage is nothing to the time that you put in to every to the whole performance so we're Julie
0: all test Tasker, right? who you worked with she goes by jill she had on the cruise ships She said people were that worked there are working on the ship that were doing like more of the service stuff. Like, that's not fair. We work eight hours and you guys work a few. And she says, well, like the way she said, it was so good. Then How about if you go, oh, you can't start from when you were three, you know, like, oh, you can't go back when you go back and put in this many hours. And if you audition and if you get it, yes. it's not just because you work for you, like you have to make the audition, yes. the hours yep. that we started little, most people don't start their preparation for their career till after high school. We were preparing well, yeah. like I've got a university. four or five university. six. Yeah.
1: You're, you're missing in
0: some of the funds. Yeah. So it is like the education started young, and then you have to be picked out of thousands of other people that wanted. So yep. it, I think she put she did it in a kind but funny way. Like, okay, and then then see, then you can go work for four hours a night. But and then let's look at your toes when they're bleeding. And
1: I'm <laughs> oh into coming home. We we were um I was in in Switzerland. So I was on one of Miss Bluebell's tour groups, the champs Dancers with Tao. And we had um, a a choreographer from New York. Oh, my gosh. Suzanne Goulier, I think her name was. But anyhow, she taught us um, a couple of new numbers for the show. But she brought tap shoes out. Of course, they were the wrong. Even though the sizing, they were still wrong. And I remember walking home from rehearsals in my slippers in the snow. I had blood on the back of my heels. They were so sore. And then I was like, oh my God, I've got to work tonight, get home. And fortunately the blister was just below or just above or something of my show shoe and amount of you know, a number of yeah. padded out plasters, I I I was fine. Then the next day you're back at rehearsals and it's just yeah, there was yeah. We've all we've all been there, we've got the injuries, we've been bottled, you know, put a smile on your face and go on and do it. <laughs> just go and do it. wow and
0: then before we recorded too it was fun how you talked about how you knew Karina and then you knew Savannah as a baby and then like how can you tell them then we'll go back into your um how you started dance but I just thought that that web was really interesting of all these people I've interviewed that
1: now yeah just how
0: how how this family expands
1: I find it's really amazing so um I have kept uh, there's probably about um probably three or four uh, Bluebells I had met way back from from Paris. Um, but Karina is is an interesting one, like Diana. But Karina is one where I, I, was, I was home on holiday and I was on a bus. So just just getting into how I knew Karina. And I was on a bus and I met a girl that was my best friend at primary school. Her name was Benicia. And we got talking and I said, oh, I work in Paris at the Lido. And she goes, Oh, my, my, my cousin works there. What's your name? It's Karina. How odd <laughs> is that? And then we had our house on the market. My, my father passed away when I was 18, and that was an instigation for me. I had a year to stay really hard and then go overseas. And I, I never really said that to many people when I, when, I, when I went over there. So I was on my own. And one of the things I found out through Karina was her mum and dad had been up through Benita to look at our house because it was on the market, and they had seen a picture of me on the on the piano and my pink feathers and etc from the Lido that Gunnar had taken, with all the cups and trophies on the piano, and said asked about the picture, and Mum said, "Oh, that's my daughter. She's at the Lido." And Karina's mum, "So's my daughter." <laughs> and that was Karina. <laughs> so then, wow. it, small world. So fast track, obviously, I got to meet um, Karina and, and her then-husband, Gunnar. And we became really, really good friends. Um, they held my they hosted my 21st. I went to Germany for her 21st, It was just amazing. And they took me under my wing, I think, because I was pretty naive and I had a really dreadful Kiwi accent and was, you know, always teased about it, my, my accent. But then I lost it over the years. I got very English and now I've got a huh. completely... I don't know what I've got now, but it comes back if I hang out with my English buddies, it come, my vows come back. Um, so probably around 1990, I, might, I gave up my last contract. I was in Tenerife. Um, and I i don't know, the places I wanted to go to weren't happening for me um, and what I wanted to do. So I came home. I was went, Well, I went to, the, went to Australia. So it was the first time I'd been to Australia. And I was staying with my godparents on the Gold Coast. And in the 90s, the phone system was rather like England. You've got to pay for every phone call. In New Zealand, it's not like that. So I'm staying with my godparents, got no car, no transportation anywhere. They're on the beach, but I can get the bus or i take the push bike. Karina and Gunnar had come down unbeknownst at that time because we got lost with snail mail and everything, but they were down in Sydney and they were coming up to the Gold Coast. So, long story cut short, get on the phone, I'm make these phone calls. My my beautiful God mum, uh, who's as nosy as anything, just beautiful. Who are you calling? Who's that? Are they, are they safe? Where are you going? What time are you going to be home? Like really <laughs> protective. <laughs> it was to Karina and Gunner. And so I went off and then I went off and I went somewhere else in Australia. I think I went to visit some friends because nothing was happening. I wanted to get into Jupiter's, but there was no space and I was kind of getting itchy feet, what it was going to do. And my mum and her husband, had gone around Australia 18 months for their second for their honeymoon and they came up to the Gold Coast I wasn't there mum had met Karina and Gunnar in Paris when she'd come to visit and suffice to say that they contacted Karina and as it mentioned so it ends up that Karina and Gunnar obviously meet Ostie my second my my stepfather they meet my godparents um, Pam and Alan Deed, and Alan Deed's a GP. So was he brought me into the world millions, you know, nearly 60 years ago. But he brought Savannah into the world. He was, <laughs> he was Karina and Gunnar's GP. Um, then we met. Mon- they met. We Monica and Warwick, Karina's parents, and Ostia and Warwick got on really well because they're both engineers and builders and everything. And our little circle expanded. So it wasn't just me going to the Gold Coast. I'd have my godparents. They would be Karina and Gunnar. Then Savannah came on the scene as a little baby. And then my mum, who was a ballet dancer in England, she got on very well with Gunnar and, uh, sorry, with Karina. And they would go house-sit or they would do s- stuff with them. My, my stepfather would build ballet bars for Karina's st- um, school, play being examiner, for, for all of that sort of, for those. And it just became bigger and bigger a, oh little, my gosh. a little it was the Gold Coast family and yeah. we just, it just got bigger and then Diana 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 Ella, or Diana D'Amato she came up so when she met Karina obviously in Panache and so when Savannah was born and I went over there and it just I think Savannah probably would have been she wouldn't even been a year old probably four months old at the time mum and Oste would look after her from time to time or the dog you know they had the dog or something and then so Diana came up and we'd all go out to dinner. And there was Karina with the push chair, with Savannah. And I think there was another time Tim from Melbourne came up, Tim Sutherland. So he was at the he was one of the boys and the Kelly boys. And I caught up with him from time to time. Um, long time overdue, Tim, if you're listening, it's a long time overdue. Um, but just the group just expanded, so we just got to know more, you know, more. And then when Pam turned eighty. You've got Karina, you've got um, Gunnar, you've got Marissa was the MC, so she's been brought into this in, into the scenario. You've just got this amazing family that just wow. grows and grows and grows. Wow. Go to the German club, and then you know things have changed because um, like Karina and Gunnar are no longer, but Sav- you've interviewed Savannah. She's done amazing, and then Savannah and Karina will come over here. Um, with Karina's new partner well he's not so new now but come over here because he's a he's a Polish Kiwi um and go camping and it's just so exciting and I never got to see Savannah dance with the leader I saw the little short video clips but just amazing yeah. just amazing
0: wow because at the reunion when I because I interviewed Karina and she was saying like watching that she doesn't need to go back well now there's nothing to go back to but she yeah. kind of it ended it was such an experience to see her daughter on the on Lido stage, that nothing could top it, and, and also having all these people that knew her to see her daughter and be with her in the audience. I just thought there was so much beauty in that, like that knew Savannah as a baby, and then to see her as this beautiful woman. She's an incredible dancer and beautiful performer. So I just think, oh, that's really neat. It's not just um Korean experiencing it's this whole big community that's still
1: well, celebrating she was born. She there was um a Karina probably there's somewhere along the line it's her story but um she did a Sleeping Beauty pantomime and she performed and she what she was mum but Savannah was the baby on the stage she was actually on the stage and <laughs> you looking down and there's this little baby curled up you know and that was her so she was born you know the Lido suited her like a glove and what I I don't know what yeah. she, she's I think she's in Australia now I don't know I don't know I no doubt I'll find out when Karina comes out in January next month. So I don't know what yeah. she's doing. I think that it's really sad for um for all of them, you know, and because yeah. I know Savannah's got a very smart, she's a very smart lady um, and she's probably just filtering through what she's going to, what her next step is and, and everything. So, but yeah. that's their story to tell, but yeah, just yeah, it's a small world. I want to follow up with the uh, daughter's to going to
0: oh bye thanks for helping <laughs> um so we your your mother was a ballet dancer yeah did was she your teacher or did, were those kept separate
1: uh I started doing ballet originally with mum, um but I think most mother-daughter relationships don't last very well and yeah that's a hard one it's a hard one and I I didn't really like ballet I did ballet I did a couple of exams of ballet um but I found my, my forte was with jazz jazz and tap. Tap was my thing. I, okay. I, I, I excelled at tap very much so. And um, so I, I really didn't do it. But mum had – I made some other friends because she had, obviously, ballet students, and I'd be towed in. So there would be, like, some duos, ballet duos, um, characters, demi-characters. And so mum would rope me in with, with a girlfriend, Christine, who – who was too small? She's five foot, so she was not even. She was too small for the ballet company, but she was the most beautiful ballet dancer. Um, to do, to do numbers, and we would make our own numbers up. You know, it's no business like show business. We'd be clowns, and I did a bit of acrobatics at that time as well. Um, and then another girlfriend we do, who was really good at ballet. So we'd do a trio, and then Mum got Christine and Rowena got on to point, and of course it wasn't me I mean I had no to be honest in comparison no real ballet training do go on to point but I had a lovely Nana so Nana took me off to the ballet bar and I got some point shoes much to my mum's disgust but she said <laughs> if you're these point shoes you need to join the classes so I would join in with Christine and 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 Ro and go and do my point thing and yeah I could I suppose um, I never got to do it, but there's that, it was a song and dance, a lady did it, a, a girl did it here, she's fantastic, nobody loves a fairy when she's 40 and she was on point and I could, I got, you know, I could do my little, my little things, on, I can't, my French is terrible, so I'm not even going to go there, but I could do my, whatever I needed to do on them, but um, that was basically the extent of my ballet, which in hindsight, I should have just gone and done it, like piano is the basics of music, um, but I went into tap and I went into jazz and I absolutely loved it. And that's how I got started. And then obviously I met through competitions, um, Diana, Diana D'Amato, and she was at a different studio, but we were both tall and blonde and the duos and everything it would be like, oh, you two would be really great together. Why didn't you go that? And I guess we, we, we hung out. Oh, we did, Yeah, you know, we did catch up once we left school and we had like, you know, the secretarial job that, that we did. And then we lost, I don't know what happened. I went off. I left left here at 18, went to London. Um, So I went to London. So in the August of 83 on my own. So I I was meant to go with people, but I was the one that pulled the plug because I got involved. I was in a Miss Auckland back in the day with beauty pageants. So I did a lot of modeling back here for um, mainly catwalk, being tall and walking and whatnot. And I ended up in Miss Auckland, 1983, um, as a finalist. And mum and I just said, mum was really cool. It was like, give everything a go. Because when you become an old lady and you've got family, you can look back and say, you you did this, you did that. No, you know, you climbed every mountain. You looked under every rock at the bottom of the ocean. And Mm. if it didn't work out, not that you failed, if it didn't work out, but you've given it a go. And... Um, so off I so I went off on my own got went to London got a job got a flat was the, was the tour leader in my office I knew more places than the, than the people in the in the office so I was working <laughs> as, as a secretary in um Northumberland avenue down from uh, in Whitehall down from Trafalgar Square in London and lived in golders Green and then I thought one day oh okay I had itchy feet because all I wanted to do was travel dance hadn't really Oh really? So London was not
0: for dance; it was just to go somewhere else. Yeah, well, from, so, yeah, from well, New well, Zealand well, to
1: England—that's a big deal. It was huge, and of course, I mentioned before I went by the states, stayed with some friends in in, in America, and their daughter was Sandra Sandra Olgaard now, and she had worked in Vegas as we talked before, and in Sun City, and she had said to me, "Did I want to go to Sun City?" 1983 um, blew me away. Uh, we danced around the back lawn and I just said oh can I I don't know what I said but basically along the lines of can I park it because there was like apartheid and there was not very good things happening at that time and i checked yeah. it out with the embassy etc when I went there so that was fine so off I go to London then I start I started going to pineapple dance studios and keeping up to date and you know all that stuff and it's all new I'm on my own um so it's getting dark 4 o'clock in the afternoon I'm you know everything is just I'm so out of my comfort zone but I'm so gung-ho like you have to be um so then I met the infamous Peter but ba- oh, I went for the audition I beg your pardon I went for the audition for Bluebells to come to Paris I, was that because you were a pineapple that you
0: were kind of in the know what was happening or well, I'm actually, always curious like what gets you to go this is what I'm going to be I'm going to be a professional dancer
1: because you didn't go, no, go there no, for that. You no. just kind of it, falls. Um, there was my dancing studio um in New Zealand, um, my teacher was Pat McMinn, and she she was renowned through the country for singing and, and dancing. And um she'd had some people come out from the UK, so I was about thirteen or fourteen at the time, and had said to my mum, Oh, Jackie's tall, um if she ever goes to the uk she or goes to paris she should try out for the bluebells i was like what's a bluebell mm-hmm. and didn't, there was no google you can't just google it so it sort of got patched but she did say go and get the stage the television and stage i think it was called from wh smith something like that so i'm an i'm i'm on one of my weekends being tourist going around all the touristy things in London and visiting people that don't know me and going hi you don't know me but your cousin to remove that's my next door neighbor at home is said to contact you and oh. yeah I just I, I love it oh I love this okay. and, and, you're adventurous
0: and you were just ready to go I was scared but I guess I was scared thought, but you were doing it I think that's partly where I think I'm thinking of what it's like to be 20 Like, oh my gosh, even though it was scary to leave and go pursue. Well, Sherry. I think
1: the biggest biggest thing that made, yeah, the biggest thing for me was my dad had passed away when I was 18 by medical misadventure. He'd never gone out of New Zealand and mum had had alluded, she'd been a ballet dancer in England. So she'd obviously traveled and she'd gone to England, Paris and a few other places. And the one thing I picked up, which has remained with me, right to this very point and forever is you're a long time dead you're a long time dead in your oh. box so go and do it so that was my that was my my thing wow. is yeah. it. and so i went for this i've got the paper one day read it one night and it had auditions wherever it was for, for the or for, for bluebells so i went along thinking this is going to be really embarrassing you know i'm terrible i'm ugly I'm this you know all, all these horrible things and i went in and i was wasn't the tallest i was probably about six from the six foot one end for the girls and it was P- uh, the infamous peter baker so i had to do a ballet number which um i improvised which was probably absolutely shocking and then i did a tap number and my face and just you know everything weird and i got come up here, here's my card, give us, you know, you're in. And I rang mum that night and I said, oh, my God. And she was like, oh, my God. And I said, I had it really hard when I got to London. My, my suitcase disappeared. My friends didn't pick me up. I cried, you know, it was awful. I said, I've made friends now in the UK and I met one um, couple from Slough. Um, so they were my they were like my English mum and dad, Oliver and Ian Forty. And they got to meet, I think there was another lady that I worked with Julie Adams and her parents picked up a whole lot of stuff when they were coming out to visit Julie so they met Olive and Ian and um, so that was my home so Slough which was about 10 minutes from Heathrow Airport so they kindly said you know this can be your home from home and we just, they had two sons but I was the daughter they never had so that was my home Mm. and so I went to Peter Baker so I did my audition and then I went off I came home for about Two weeks. I was so ex- I came home. Mum brought me home because I had a whole lot of stuff I'd collected already. So she said, come <laughs> home and then get another bag, another suitcase, and then back you go. So that's what happened. And I met Lucy Fauchon, uh, at Heathrow Airport and we flew out together. And um so that was the 17th of May. And then saw the show that night. What did you think of it? Have you seen anything like that before? I just like didn't know. You, what,
0: you auditioned, didn't even know what you were. I'm no, going to Paris. What is this?
1: I didn't know. What am I? What am I actually doing? You know, I thought, oh my God, yeah. there's going to be prima ballerinas. And, you know, what am I? Who am, who am I? Oh my God, you know, everything. And um, I think the first of memory, the first time I saw the show, it was, I was mesmerized. I was like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, am I going to do this? I'll never do this. I'm going to be fired. I'm not going to get this any of it you know there's no way then I had to watch second show and then we go off and I stayed there was five of us in this house and Lucy and I were sharing one of those pull-down beds and Mm. I actually had the alarm clock I slept can you believe it right in my ear hole because I was so tired by the time everything happened with the rehearsals and the show watch the show this is everything and then the rest of the household were in the show except for, for Lucy and I we would get up I actually had, I think PJ was our captain and she was really lovely. She was, she was strict. Um, I don't know. I've not had anything to do with her since I left, but she was really good to me. And I remember her saying to me, Jackie, are you on drugs? What is the matter? I said, I am so tired. I said, I've gone from this other existence of where you get up at, you know, six o'clock in the morning, get a bus, you want, you know, go to work, this other thing. And, yeah. and now I'm, I've got to get up, rehearse, dance, watch a show. I'm in bed by, I don't know, four o'clock in the morning. I've got to get up at night. I said, I just, I'm just, oh. so I found they Miss Bluebell had another place and I got another place and was on my own. And then Miss Bluebell didn't like me in this place. It was in the middle of, I can't I can't find the address. So it was a boy's apartment. It was nice, but I wasn't allowed to be there. And I ended up sharing um, with a girl called Alex, who we, danced in different groups after the lido and uh she she lives in italy now alex alexandra demdi so she was at the reunions and she knows a lot she'll know we know the same people and she was a beautiful dancer so yeah anyhow that's how it all happens
0: when you were in rehearsals were you were you starting to feel confident or was it still like oh my gosh i might get fired because it is like especially since you didn't really know what you're auditioning for and then you were not getting enough sleep and it's a lot to retain you're seeing other people that are really you know whatever level you think you're compared to them
1: i think um gosh memory memory banks were certainly going back i don't know what they thought i don't think i was up to scratch to be honest that's how i felt there were some numbers obviously i was fine but there were some numbers you know i did struggle with but pj was patient um she was great and um and I was diligent. Every night I'd go up there and I'd warm up and Miss Bluebell would come down and, you know, on the stage and everyone's doing their own thing. And I I, I just worked. I just worked really hard. And I remember, uh, I think it was good was out here many years ago and he said to mum, you know, Jackie worked really, Jackie worked really, really hard, you know, because I wasn't the best. But... The Lido opened doors for me, and then by the time I went, by the time I sort of got out of the Lido, and then I went off to Scala, and then I was doing um, other shows um, in Scala with, with, oh my God, I can't think of the names now, but we'd go and do galas or fashion shows or whatever in in, in Barcelona. So my confidence got up. I felt confident within myself, um, and just kept working hard because. We, we, You've got friends, you've got your friends there, but ultimately you look up, you make decisions. And that was an interesting fast forwarding when I went to the Gold Coast about three years ago for the Olympic Games. Um, Tracy Johnson Thompson, who who people now know, who went to the reunion, her daughter Katarina Thompson Johnson's the heptathlon lady. Well, Tracy had worked with, on Miss Bluebell's tours, not at the Lido. And her and I were really close and um, her daughter was competing at the Commonwealth three years ago and I hadn't seen Trace for about 30 years. And Diana came up as well and we went there and obviously we sat, we were, we were well looked after and watched Kat in the events and she got gold and we were spoiled in the box. We went out to dinner and then um, Katarina's manager said to Diana and I, Can you disclose something to Kat about her mother when she was a dancer? And I mean, we just looked, and Tracy's face was just like, "Yeah, I could have told her 101 stories." And I just, (laughs) I said, "I'm sorry, guys. What goes on tour stays on tour. You left it like that." But talking to Tracy, just going back was she'd said, Jackie, you shouldn't have left Tenerife when you left. You should have stayed. You should have done this. You should have come to Grand Canaries. You should have come to Sun City. You shoulda, you shoulda, you should have. And I said, But you know what in hindsight, we none of us actually talked about how we were feeling in that show and where where we were going and what we wanted to do. It's an individual. I said, if you told me that and said, Hey, we're gonna be together and we're gonna we're gonna rock this world together and we're invincible I might've changed my mind and got another three or four years out of it, you know, but I didn't. And Diana said the same thing. You know, we competed against each other in competitions. She follows in my footsteps, meets the same people, but we never danced together. The most we've done is room to shared a hotel room on the gold coast. and <laughs> mm. And it's just really, it's just really, really sad that, you know, we didn't do those but I guess that's what we all do you've got to make your own decision because you got there on your own you've got to work to stay there um and we all know you know it's great getting to the top but you've got to stay how do you stay at the top there's only one way down and Mm. knowing when to pull the plug and mum used to say to me you know um you what are you going to do when you get to 30 you're going to be competing for jobs with 18 19 year olds and that was and I was really grounded I guess you know um Mm. I had really really good grounding and I just oh you know what am I going to do and yeah so I pulled the plug on there it was the right thing because where I wanted to go I wanted to get end up in the states, and that was my thing but it was the green card thing that was happening and and then I thought let's try the back door let's try the cruise dancing on the cruise ships but I was too tall and then I got a contract a couple of us got a contract to go to Puerto Rico and. My friend Jennifer, um, who I'd met when we went to Japan, so Japan was after the Lido, the Lido Kokorito went to Panache and there were seven of us that went to Japan and then Jennifer came in from, I think she'd come in from Sun City at that stage, but she'd done Reno, so she knew a lot of people. Um, So she came and her and I were roommates and we became really, really close. And we were going to do all these things. Anyhow, we've got this contract. We've got a contract to Barcelona. She didn't like Barcelona. She came back and knocked on my door and I was going in three days and um, I was not happy. Um, but I went out there and I I didn't particularly enjoy it, but I made the best of it. And as I said, did some um, modelling and some galas with... Um, I can't think of the lady that used to to, to to run... that ran the Scala at the time. She was really, really nice. And then... Um, We got a contract to go to Puerto Rico and Jennifer went out there and then there was a big issue and it was an issue for her that she couldn't work there because she didn't have a work visa and she had a holiday visa and it got all very confusing and it ended up she came out and I think it might have got legal, but she had told me, communicated with me via good old telephone back in those days and I tried to get hold of the agent to say, hey... I'm coming from New Zealand because that's where I was at the time. Um, I don't want, I can't, I can't, I need a contract. If I need to get a visa to work, I need to do it here. Tell me. And you know what? He never answered any phones. He disappeared. He just, he just disappeared. I had a contract, everything. I had, I didn't have flight tickets at that stage, but I had a contract. I knew when I was going and he just vanished. So I didn't go. And so, for me, I'd never wanted to come back to New Zealand. I had no, I wanted to, I wanted to end up in the States. I wanted to be one of those girls that, you know, I'd be 35 and 40 still dancing and floating it on the stage and, you know, doing something that I loved, Um, but it it was not to be for me. So you said some, we were talking before
0: about how you like you show up in a city, a new show and there's somebody, you know, there, or you say, You do know so and so. Pretty soon, you find out you know seven same friends. Yeah, and so sometimes it was just accidental. Like you go in there not knowing anyone. It's just I'm just really processing what I was like at 20. Yeah, because I moved to Vegas with a roommate that we didn't, we weren't really. It was awkward roommate situation. I got hired and went on. I didn't know anyone, and so then you start over again, and then you make friends. And then I went to Puerto Rico with two girls that I knew. We kind of knew each other, so you you we came together. You meet people, then you leave one of those girls went with me to Montreal. We got hired together. So those yeah. few times I had someone with me, but then you make new friends and then you leave them. And then you're again, starting over with new people. And it works out because you're like, I lived in Puerto Rico and, and some of those shows, like you find each other because you are living together, dancing together. And that's all, you know, but it is interesting because you make friends and some, but if you could say, Hey, me and my three friends wanted to be hired together that would be a very different way you could do it for so long because that's like, not, I know I've got not, friends. Yeah. I don't have to start over and over every single time. That's oh, exactly. that's, it is interesting. Yeah. You're packing
1: that's up. That's what you're... happened. Sorry. Go ahead. Go no, I'm just
0: saying you get a different suitcase if you're going tropical or warm, and then you're going to meet new people, new, new situation, find a new place. I loved it, but it is interesting to think of how hard that was to leave your friends. And hope it works the next place. You know, maybe maybe it'll be great, maybe not. And maybe I'll make good friends. And if not, this is a long time to
1: absolutely. Well, Jenny, that was with Jenny. We were going to go and do all these things, and then she, her last contract actually was was Japan. So she'd been she'd been dancing since she was sixteen. So she she'd had a few more years ahead of me. So she she hung up the dance shoes. and then I had met up after, oh, my goodness, some shade show. I'd done Scala. I went with Shondalisa Danches with Tao. And there were some Bluebells that had done Panache that I'd worked with at Coca Rico, Jackie Taylor, Alex Dendy. And then there was Tracy Tracy Johnson that I met, her daughter's us Cash, and another Joanne Payne. Now, both of those ladies worked in Puerto Rico. Joanne Payne and, and Joanne worked in... Um, She'd worked in Vegas, too, from the age of 16. So those two ladies, Joanne and Tracy, and me, we were the three amigos. So we we worked with Teo a lot, and we went to Italy. We did six months around Italy. And I I guess I I always felt I was, you know, two's company, three's a crowd. Jo and Tracy have got a lot of history together. Um, and I was very conscious of that, you know, that i you know, but I did I had friends, you know, there was another one, Sorrel, and then there was Amanda, A Mandy, Mandy Barton and Sorrel, 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 Sorrel. We'd worked together in Japan and we became friends. friends. And with Teo's lot, it was it was, I suppose looking back, um, it was Bluebell. He'd done career, he had a, he had a lot of bluebells really, and he'd just taken, I think in time he had the costumes, he had the show. And its name changed to Sean's Elise Dances. But there was always Tracy and Joanne. And we went off and we did South America with Jose. Um, we we ended up in Tenerife. Um, we did Japan. We did Switzerland. And that's not
0: connected. Is that connected? to It's
1: still Bluebell, right? It was Bluebell. It was Bluebell. Kind we she's were blue-
0: overseeing it, but it was different. To, to,
1: the, I production. think. There'll be others that will probably know more, but Tao was a um, ice skater. He was he was a really good ice skater. German, swiss was German, and he knew Miss Bluebell, and he he did the costumes. I'm not actually sure how white the, the, the beginnings of it, but it was a Bluebell show. He went to Korea. He went, oh my God, wherever that where, where, where the tourist groups went, and then the name yeah. changed to Chonza Lee Stage Dances, and I think that would have been oh I don't even know the I can't even tell you that but it was we were bluebells we were bluebells but it was just under the Shons And but it was Tracy and Joanne it was the three of us and we'd get an apartment I think in Tenerife we got an apartment that could could house the three of us not just two and then Jackie go and find her own place it was always three of us and that was absolutely amazing it made me feel less anxious about you know having to have my antennas on on full alert and you know it was just it was just lovely and we'd go do touristy things and everything because in paris you know everybody had the click but little clicky groups but i was pretty much um there was a group i was a tour person so i was off every every opportunity i could i'd go and see see every site you could see in paris i was gonna ask you that because if your intention was to
0: travel you made good on that right like you were you loving every place you went to getting out and seeing it i was a
1: tour person i was a tour i was like come on so i'd have um gosh I wrote some names down you know there was Paul Mayer we went off and did something and then there was Tim and then there was a Marianne and there was there was oh my god and Annabelle and a a Lindsay and we'd go off to Fontainebleau we'd go off to Versailles we'd go do the down into the into the dungeons you know oh really yeah we'd go and do all of these things and it was just sort of like well and we did a couple of dance classes too which didn't last very long for some Unknown reason between us all. Um, I don't know, but we just went off and did all these things. And um...
0: well, to get paid, you get your way paid, you're getting paid to dance. And if you like travel, because I feel like now maybe yeah. you go for two weeks, you don't get to see much. Like I've been to Paris four times and I barely made a tiny dent, but to get to live there and see it at such a young age when you got all that energy and you work at night so you can see things in the day. Like, I don't know what else is better to
1: get out and see the world than what we did. It was a fantastic, fantastic opportunity. And just to get out there and enjoy it. And I, I remember for some reason I was the girl that had the Saturday night off. So I was constantly swapping because I didn't have a boyfriend. I'd left one behind here. I'd had one here for 18 months. Well, two years, basically. He went off to play professional football in Australia so nobody knew that. So off I went. So he went to Australia, and I went over to over to Paris. And um, I was just always swapping. So basically, you know, you got your four nights off in a month. I found I would swap two and work two because otherwise I'd pay more tax. I think that was how that's how I remember it. Oh, so yeah, okay. I basically got two nights off a month. Um, that was fine, so I was I was I was like that. But you know, I'd go and see other shows, and you know, we'd, we'd do whatever. You know, we'd all rally around. But I just got out and did everything. And I remember another contract um, with Teo, with with Bluebells. We were in Greece for six months, and oh. we met record. Oh, that was amazing. We met this record producer, and um, we were meant to meet Char and George Michael and. Um, we got taken wined and dined and we went to fashion shows and dance shows and everything like that. And that was just absolutely amazing. But there was only five of us on that contract and it was just really, it was just really, it was five of us, five girls and a boy. And um, it was just fantastic, smaller, but probably more intimate, but we just had a ball and you get to, you get to see everything. And then when mum came out, she met Miss Blurthead is another on? mum's flying to Paris to come for a holiday. And the flight attendant comes down and says to says to Mum, oh you know, the, the usual bird where are you off to? la, la. la. And Mum says, I'm going to see my daughter. She works at the she's she's a bluebell and she works at the Lido in Paris, you know, mum mum's swelling with pride. <clears throat> and the flight attendant says, Oh, we have Miss Bluebell on on on, on this flight. She's in first class. <laughs> no, I kid you not. So so before, this is mum telling me this, so before I know it, mum's saying to me, Miss Bluebell comes down and introduces herself, and of course, back in the day, there's a spare seat next to mum. So she sits next to mum, and she's like, oh, hello, so, you know, in the house you talk. And, and yeah. what's the name Anyhow, comes to the end, mum gets off, and she says, well, if you get stuck, here's my card, here's my number, and, you know, the whole... Miss Bluebell laid it on. So, of course, mum comes basically every night to the show. She sits with Miss Bluebell a couple of times in the fishbowl and a couple of times Miss Bluebell's not there and she gets moved around. And I remember on one night, um, she was always, you know, She'd get taxied home or something because that was the first show. But on a couple of occasions, she came and did second show. And I remember, I think everybody remembers mum on the second show. Douglas, stage manager, brings mum backstage and calls out, Kiwi, that was my nickname, Kiwi, Kiwi, your mum's here. And I looked at my, went round, and it was start the show had finished. So we've got towels wrapped around us and there's, you know, water everywhere and <laughs> everything. You know, you know what it's like backstage. That is glamorous. <laughs> yeah, I'm glamorous. <laughs> and mum standing there and red face she is drunk as a skunk on <laughs> champagne and she's standing there and her face and she's just she lights up and she's giggling like a little girl and 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 everything and i said oh and then i don't know how i don't know how the next bit happened but she ended up in Karina's lodge. She had it, it was, it was for whatever reason, and was Karina. And who was Karina with? Sue Walcliffe and J- Jeanette? Jim, Jenny, Jean- Jean- Jeanette, I think. And she was in there because they were not having to rush. I don't know why. But anyhow, she, was, she sat there and mum got known as Kiwi's mum. And then we all, I think Gunnar had organized, we went to a restaurant called Pichet. And there was myself, obviously, mum and I, Karina and Gunnar, Jill Tasker. There was another wonderful man, wonderful guy, Clem, Clem Zalewski. I don't know if you knew him. Mm. He passed away many years ago. Um, Mm. He was just, he was fabulous. He was an American guy. I think he worked in, I think he worked in Vegas, I think. But he was lovely. Um, And there were some others and mum and Gunnar were dancing at like four o'clock in the morning at a restaurant that you know it's so posh that you don't dance but here they are you know what do you expect you've got dancers there for goodness sake and right. mum just had a ball mum had a ball and yeah. then mum mum got into mum really picked it got the group because bearing in mind she would have been 40 oh my god she was like she would have been 47 when dad passed away so it was obviously as i've got older you think what you like at 47 and you don't feel like an old lady or anything like that so mum would have been probably in the early 50s when she came to paris so she soon got into the groove of you know my hours um etc so what she would do was on the nights that she didn't do the show she would do some baking in the apartment and Alex had kindly moved out because we had this massive big bedroom with two single beds. So Mum was, so Alex moved out. Mum had that bed. And Alex moved next door into where Joel Tasper was, and I think it was Clem actually, to be honest. So Mum would do is baking, and then after the show, everybody would come back to mine and would have whatever Mum had baked. And there was a whole bunch of of, of people: Paul, um, Paul Meyer who else was there oh Jill and Kim would come next door and then um Jill, Jill had her father out at one point um mum just put it in you know <laughs> and then and then oh. mum and I went off mum and I went off to Greece on holiday. holidays so that was before I actually had a dance contract in Greece so we went off and did that and we met we ran into some dances is it radio what is it? radio New York radio radio Radio? radio
0: uh oh my gosh Rockefeller's Radio City yes. I
1: know this oh my gosh yeah yeah so we, so we <laughs> ran into some of those older ladies and then there was so, so that was it. and then there was a time I came back here and I met maybe some of the older ladies might know um but I ran I met a Lulu Holt so she would have been she was quite old at the mid-80s she would have been 80 oh look I don't know I think she's well and truly passed now, but she'd been a bluebell, Lulu Holt. So that's a name if anybody knows that one. So that know. was, she would have been 80, round 80 in about mid 80s. So she would have been in one of the very, very earlier things. So I met her. Yeah. It's just amazing, uh. just amazing the people. But you know, my memory banks are going, oh my God, think, 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 think. <laughs> you know, you're doing
0: really, really well because like names are the parts I struggle when Because you had said before recorded too for your mother to come see you in the show yeah you know she was ballet and her reaction that it wasn't any shock that it was topless but i think we were talking before like having your parents to come see you like your mom obviously she came back several times and loved it
1: yeah She, she came to japan um she saw the show there in fact she recorded that show um which was amazing um she never worked a video camera but the pressure was on her up in the lighting box and so <laughs> she, she's got this brand new <laughs> video camera and, and she's recording it um but um yeah I, when mum came out yeah I was I was nervous because you know it is nerve-wracking when you're not used to it. I guess if you're just not used to it, it doesn't matter what age you are but you're backstage right. and you've got you know guys and g-strings and and and, and Girls with their boobs hanging out and bums hanging out and and you don't know where to put your eyes, you don't know where to put. And then it, it soon just becomes normal, you know. Yeah. But then yeah like thinking, oh my god, what if you know, mum's coming out and what's she going to think about it? And and she didn't. She said, "What are you talking about?" She said, "You don't even see it. There's so many feathers. There's so much sequins and diamonds and rhinestones. You don't even see it. It's all part of the show." And then I went back to the Lido for my 40th and I met up with Jenny and her then husband came out and I had my um my 40th at Lido
0: and I took my
1: my daughter's dad so um we went there and yes Pierre, Pierre didn't remember me at all I was most upset he came down and he was like no I don't remember you I have thousands of bluebells that come here and I don't remember you and I was like oh I, I I was just like oh oh you could just okay. even pretend he didn't remember. <laughs> you
0: could have pretended exactly right so instead of that it was a little harsh
1: but um who was the guy there was another guy uh Stuart 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 oh Stuart McGee McGee, McGee. yeah so he came down now actually I think he might have been a, I think he was a Kiwi I think I think his roots are oh. roots of the Kiwi I've got a funny feeling so he stayed we yeah. stayed at I've got a funny feeling, Um, but he'd been to Japan. So he'd seen, he'd been to Japan after I'd been to Japan with the group after the Lido and he'd seen all the pictures on the wall. And so that was something else. It goes, Oh, you went to, you went to Japan and we shared stories as you do. And so there was, you know, kind of a connection with Stuart as well. And he stayed and talked, but yeah. So, so Lou got to see it. And it was really interesting because he's, um, He's an academic or we're no longer. I haven't been for about ten years, but he's an academic. So he didn't get it that you could dance for a living, that you could do this. So he's your classic for me was, you know, yeah, I had to sort of tap his chin up because his mouth drooped open, you know, when he's seeing all these beautiful girls. But he couldn't believe it. He said, Oh my God, you know, the passerella with the big hole and the ice rink and the and All the bells and whistles when you come, you know. How did you do it? He said, "How can you, how can you walk downstairs without looking at the stairs? How can you walk around that and not?" And I said, "Yeah, there were accidents. There were things that happened," and he just took on a completely had a new respect, a newfound Uh, respect for what I did. I don't think he actually he actually got it until he. That's what at the
0: reunion, people were saying. Like they brought their husband who didn't really understand what they'd done. They, they had kids there, but yeah. after they saw their show went, Oh wow. Like they just, they couldn't quite picture it. And they had this new respect. Yeah, How was that for you to see it after being away from it for a while to, to be, there was it emotional oh, or
1: look, I, I still get, I love going to shows. I, I love going to shows. I remember there and, and any show I've just been to see the matador here at, 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 in Auckland and it's a, an amazing show and I sit there, but the regardless, be it the Lido, the Mulan, anything, I sit there and I hear the music and I get excited and I just I take myself back what you know behind the curtain before the curtain opens. And I'm going back and you, you know, I'm like, come on, get real, you're an old girl now, you know. I just but I just love it. Yeah, and I was it. watching that show and and I don't critique, I don't, everybody expects me, you know, when you come out of a show, post being dancer, post being the, you know, what's your opinion? I go, I don't critique. I go to enjoy it because the dancers are doing the, the choreography, it's what i been told to do. I just want to, I just love it. And I remember my 40th being there, I cried and, um, Jen was Jenny was with us and she told the guys that it was my birth, it might have been, you know, a week or so out, didn't matter. And there was one or two that vaguely remembered me from, from my day there. And they bought a cake, an extra bottle of Moet, um, saying happy bon Anniversary And I cried. I cried. Oh. Like, you know, it was crying because it just uh, a friend of mine has said recently to me. Um, I think he might be my new man. But anyhow, we're still we're still new. But he goes, it formed you, didn't it? Being a dancer in Paris. And it was really unusual. I mean, I'm 59. He's a new man. Um, my my daughter's dad never said anything. Nobody said anything. And I don't know whether it's because of the reunion, how I, I'm more open, how I, I just... Put on Spotify, I dance, I'm I just hold the hairbrush more so than I used to back in the day. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's just like it, it really formed me to be to be I'm tall. You can't you can't hide it. You can't stand up and you know wish you were five foot behind a pot plant. Um <laughs> I wear heels. Um my daughter's taller than me now um she's a you know I, she was not a dance, she tried ballet, she tried jazz, she did all of that stuff. Not for her. She was very we got into ballroom dancing, um, but she had a hip operation and she found she's always been a water girl, so she's a paid lifeguard. Um she's off to uni next year, so she has a, her 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 journey, but she's water she's very anything to do with water, she's a hoon, she drives the I you know the inflatables, um she yeah completely different completely different but um I'm going to go back to, to
0: this new man because if oh. he asks that question that feels that feels like someone who wants to know you you know when, when you would if someone wants that form, to you that feels like a very insightful question of wanting to know who you are as opposed to I don't know. I feel that's part I want to share. If I want to date again, I'm 63. I kind of almost given up on it, but that part feels important to me. That because it was all all of our story matters, and I feel like that's a big bigger part than a lot of us have realized until recently.
1: Like, I would like someone to know
0: why this mattered to me.
1: I think, I think having got into got into um, what the having been at the Lido, and all of a sudden you're. You're face to face with girls that are the same height as you. You know, I remember sitting 10. there, I think, you know, I'm five foot ten, I'm five foot ten and a quarter, five foot ten and a half, five foot ten and three quarters. You know, doing all of that, it mattered. Just like the girl that'll go, but I'm five foot and a three quarters, you know, just to, yeah. just to get a bit taller. And it it's the same thing. And we're all the same height basically give or take you know bigger bums bigger boobs but you know you know it's like the costumes you know I'm just adjust a few things here but we'll basically uniform of some of more or less give or take yeah um and I think it formed me because I had a friend I used to go to it was my my bestie at at high school college and she used to say five foot six is the perfect height to be 34 24 34 and my mum never liked her my mum, I knew my mum didn't like her. Mum never told me until years later, because I would just have flat shoes. And then when I joined the Lido, we're all we- heels. I wear heels now. I just can't walk because of COVID. You know, I'm, I I work from home, yeah. so I have an office at home, and I zoom in um, when it's needed for for stuff. But yeah, just bare feet and slippers really, and a pair of socks. Um, so heels are a little bit hard. <laughs> heels are a little bit hard these days. Yeah, you know, I wear heels. And I, I dress. I don't. I'm told I don't look my age. I feel it. I feel like I'm 150 some days, not most days. But um, but yeah, it's just I just Mike is sort of like he wants. It's he's kind of interesting. He's kind of freaked me out. And um, because oh my god, he's 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 like my soulmate. I can't believe I'm even, I can't believe I'm even saying that now. We've, we've had, we've counted it. We've had 11 dates, but he's out of Auckland. He, he's out of, in the regions. And so when we get together, we spend, you know, two or three days together. But we but we got talk, we met online, we met on Bumble. and good, oh, okay, so, Yeah. And we spoke in six weeks because I was, I, I'd been run down and I had a flu, then cold and bronchitis and I got an aspirin inhaler and then I got covid and we didn't actually. By the time oh. he got to me, so we peeled back all those layers um, before we actually met. So it's not like you know you go out and meet somebody and you think you know judge put by its cover. Oh no, she's too tall, or you know always oh, got some grey hair, or this, that, the other thing. But we, as he would, as he says to me, we have parallel lives. Um, his his wife passed away five years ago from cancer and he's got a 17 year old son and the same things he's going through because he's close with his son, I'm close with my daughter and we've done everything her dad's still around, but we've done everything and, and I do everything for her. So sort of like um with her going off to uni next year, I'm on reset mode, like go back to dance, go back to whatever, whatever. I don't have to worry about anybody else. It's about me. And I can get my 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 I'm an Afghan hound. I have an Afghan hound obsession dog. You know, yeah. like, yeah. you know oh yeah you know? Yeah, yeah um Amen. and there's and I have a, a couple of ladies couple of breeders here in the country and um yeah I'm I'm my outside here is all geared up for dog but I've decided I'm, I'm moving I'm moving and I'm just watch the space I know where I'm going closer to the beach less hours of work money in the bank dog dance that's, that's so good so I' it's just, <laughs> I'm just I just I've, I've had enough I've had yeah I've had too many people last year was horrific you know I had people my best friend and my mum finally passed away and and I think my GP said to me I've always been the go-to person everybody comes to me and I'm, and I've just gone and then I got post-traumatic stress and I didn't know what that was I denied it but um, she said you've just gone everyone's come to you and then you've just it's enough and i just have to look yeah. after me and that's really where i'm at but with all and and that's probably something else is the bluebells keep me and listening to the podcast has kept me thinking you know i I've, I've got something here i don't talk about it but i need you know it's been ther- cathargic for me in lots of ways and listening to other people's stories and, you know, we're not spring chickens and we've lost, I know we've lost people along the way that should be here and we're grateful for being here and, you know, not taking it lightly. And I work in the medical industry now. So, you know, I see stuff. So Yeah. You see um, The reality of yeah. aging and yeah. Life. Oh. And I'm, I'm an advocate. I'm very much an advocate for dementia and, and for cancer. Those are the two big things. So I'm, I'm right out there during, what I can when I can, right? Um, oh gosh. But yeah, so I, 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 I just think all this what you're doing, Sherry, Sherry, is absolutely fantastic, and it just brings brings us all around It's it's 360. We've made mm. amazing friends. Technology has kept us together. Um, yeah. And you well, know, if you say like
0: I, we didn't talk about it for years, and then all of a sudden we're talking yeah. about it, and that gap all of a sudden isn't so big it was yep. many many years I didn't know about reunions I didn't know anything right. about I was in hello Hollywood and somebody tagged me I went I had not really thought about it and now it just feels like I, I want to use the illustration we're pulling the threads closer we're pulling ourselves towards each other because like you said we've lost so many people and we're just understanding that you know that this this was special and these people understand me and we've got great I stories think, to tell
1: I think that's re- I think that's it is that we, you know, we understand, we understand each other. And you might not be your best friend or your friend, but we've all gone through similar things that have made us be the person we are today. And there's, there's not, you know, I'm sure within all of our stories, there are going to be some bad experiences along the way. But you, but you learn and you grow from them. And, and hopefully, you know, you can pass that information on to others. Some people don't mm-hmm. want to know, and and sometimes you just put your foot in it and you make a boo boo. But you know your heart's in the right place. Um, but there's a lot of good things too that come that come out of things and the people that you meet, the conversations that you can that you can have, um, it's just incredible. In fact, I, I think it was one of the nights. It would have been um, in August of eighty of eighty four. So I was doing co my, my I had open one of the opening positions. So when the curtain opened, there's two bluebells on the podium and our little red top hats, and we'd come scooting down, straight down to the – to the off the podium, you know, down the stage. And a guy I used to go to school with, who's like a rocket scientist, so he's uh, works for NASA here, He had been he was in Paris, and he'd gone to the show. He'd gone to the Lido. I didn't know this at the time, but we have a little clicky school, the gang, you know, we call ourselves. There's probably about eight of us with with partners that are all connected. And we catch up maybe three or four times a year here and there. And I remember the first time we, I, I can't remember, it might've been a school reunion. And he said, oh, I went to the Lido. I saw a show there and I drilled him. I said, so when did you go? What was the date? can you remember the day all this sort of stuff and I said you would have seen me come straight down." I said where were you sitting I said I would have come straight down for you and you know what that's bonded us full stuff. and we've just got that bond and he he's like I said he's a NASA rocket scientist for defense during the day and he's he's got his own band and he's a play his music and and every time we get we do the groupie thing there's a bunch of us we all go if he if he's got a a public thing that he's doing and he always does my favorite and it's embarrassing but Britney Spears oops I've done it again (laughs) 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 and he's and he he always sings it and we always get and of course you know we never age do we so the girls all get up and we bop around but that's something else he'd been to the Lido He'd seen the show he'd seen me and that has bonded us and he will say the same thing he said you know and it's just, just 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 amazing just little things and then others will say oh went to the Lido I said did you see the show oh no too expensive did you go to the Mulan oh no, oh, no. but you're already there you know it's, it's yeah it's, it's, a lot of people say that culture yeah, Which yeah. Is really I had insane. a friend that was just there and I told her to go to
0: because Lido was closed was. oh it's expensive I'm like yeah but it's Iconic. It's this is yeah. so yeah. We, we need to wrap up here. And I, right. I never really know what question I'm going to ask. Um, when did you would you have run out of travel or love of dance at the same time, or because you got to go to amazing places? Like just me talking about Greece, I'm like, oh gosh, yeah. so you really got to travel. Did you ever get like I'm done dancing or I'm done traveling, or did they kind of sync up when it was time to be done with both?
1: No, I still travel a lot now. I've, um, I, I've been to India. So my bucket list, so you get, we've all got our bucket list. So I have a girlfriend in Australia who loves to travel, as does Jenny. And um, so I've been to, I had three weeks in India. So I went all over India um, just prior, got back just prior to lockdown here in New Zealand. So that was March twenty. And two years prior to that, or um, was it three, just not, not, I went to China and we and had a day with the pandas, cleaning out panda poo and all that sort of stuff. And my daughter oh my said, yeah, oh, I was a truly <laughs> fantastic. And my daughter's like, but, but but China's not on your bucket list. I said, no, but the but you know, it only what's that saying? Uh, the opportunity only knocks once or something. Don't you know? So yeah, it's an opportunity, yeah. and it was a brilliant deal. Um, I think the dancing. I from finishing up in Tenerife, I. I read my, I've got actually a diary, a sort of diary, not a diary diary, but more of a travel blog thingy that I kept notes. And I'm reading it. And I don't think I was particularly happy in Tenerife for whatever reason. Well, there were reasons, but um, apparently I wasn't very happy. And I really wanted to go to the States. And I was tired because I didn't, my home, I didn't live in England. I had a family, I had um, some people that had said I could have home away from home. But I just felt, you know, after nearly nine years of it, it's a little much coming and going, coming and going. It's not like you can come home to mum and dad or, you know, it's a different thing. And I was really starting mm-hmm. to feel that I'd, I'd overdone my welcome, basically, over the years. And I thought, you know, I've got to. And then mum was sort of saying, well, you're getting older. What are you going to do? You know, that sort of stuff. And it was really starting to... And things just starting to home and so i really needed to make some decisions and i wanted to get into 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 beauty makeup something long nose not hair makeup but when i did come back i got into the gym and i was a gym instructor so i did all my qualifications and was a gym instructor and did aerobics and did that for three years as well as temping trying to get into the office you know into a, a quote normal job um so I did all that, but yeah, I, tra- I, I like to travel a lot still. So it's I it. To- yeah, I, I, but you know what? I don't, I don't mind glamping. I don't mind that for a couple of nights, but you know, if you get a really good deal and you go to, it doesn't matter. It has to be a three star. You've got a nice, warm, clean bed, go out into the, went to Egypt, covered in sand out in the pyramids or whatever. Um, it didn't matter. Came home, had a good night's sleep in the showers and good food. I'm, that's how I just love travel, and um, I don't know where my next excursion will be. Looking at Cuba, but you know, there's going to be. Oh, really?
0: Yeah. Oh, it doesn't go away. I somehow I thought if I got a few more trips, and maybe it wouldn't be so strong to pull. I'm like, nope, it made it worse. Because then I got back from Paris. I'm like, oh, I can hardly wait. Because now I want to do bluebell things. I want to go to England because there's so many bluebells. I've interviewed. Yeah. And they go, oh, yeah. come yeah. see me. It's like, well, maybe I'll do that well then Italy's right there well then if I'm in
1: Italy I might as well go to
0: Paris well then I'm there I might as well go to Germany well, you've come
1: all the you've gone over yeah you might as well you, I mean you, you've you already spent now i the leg so what's another couple of fingers so that's, that's <laughs> I that. oh I love that but
0: yeah you know <laughs> what is it you're you're dead a long time no what was it you said about oh, yeah being I in the, said ca- um,
1: you did yeah you dead a long time so yeah
0: dead a long time and it's only another leg with some more fingers. Sorry, you yeah, got some so
1: good you, quotes. You paid leg, so what's another few fingers? Yeah. Finger. That's it's just good. I mean, it's just, it's so crazy. You've got to somebody, you've already paid to go to Paris or, or to Europe. Yeah. Or where you're going. Go and see a show, you know, whatever. And yeah, they're not cheap and whatever. But I said, you're already there. It's an yeah. experience. And enjoy. And I said, hey, you're one of my closest friends or your your families or whatever. Go and go. and go enjoy it you know and now now where do we stand and we said see... neighbors it's <laughs> not my cat, cat? Or... no my <laughs> cat's amazing it's just amazing. but yeah so no you send them off the Moulin now so um
0: yeah that makes me at least it's still there and they're small cabarets that's what i've been learning of following up with this younger cast that yeah. just left the Lido. there there's other things happening and you know maybe it will come back different but I think we, you know we had our date. We we were in the time where there's so many sh- opportunities. So these tall girls, you know, five foot ten, six feet tall.
1: Something will happen. Something will happen. Yeah, there, there might there, somebody yeah.
0: snatch them up. Something will happen.
1: I think, you know, I know there was a there was a lot of bad bad rap, you know, with the closing of the Lido, and I and and I'm all with it. You know, I'm I'm no different. But I suppose it's technology, everything, you, you know. Was, is there a market? And there's, I saw somewhere there's a girl doing a, a paper or something. She wants to find out what's happened to the showgirl. You know, was the demographic wrong? Are we, are, have we reached our use-by date? Um, mm. Or something along those lines. I don't know. But maybe it will come back. Styles of dance have changed. I mean, I look at, you know, what my mum did. To what I did, to what to what's happening now, and and the and the genres. There's so many genres, and you see all this TikTokking stuff, and you go, "Oh my god!" You know, what is a dancer yeah. these days? What is a dancer?
0: Yeah. A little bit of pause to think about that, and what's next? Is, um, it's good. Just not just well, we just have to keep it going. Like maybe maybe a break will be what makes people appreciate or create something new with some I of think, that beautiful think, class. Yeah.
1: I think that'll be it. I think there will be something new because tall people, tall girls, aren't going to go away anytime soon. <laughs> Everyone's getting taller, so right. yeah, I think there will be something. It's just not now, and maybe you know, um, just I don't know. I guess it's just one of those things. We'll just have have to watch and wait and see what happens. But you know, if we leave a legacy. Um, you've you've certainly done an amazing job of of. of talking to everybody. It's amazing. So thank you. You're
0: it's, just amazing. Thank you. It, it's it's so fun. And I think, well, maybe am I going to run out of bluebells? I'm like, I don't think so. Because you just You're, named like 50 people that I have not talked to yet. So I oh, just look, there's, go there's, off of your friend list.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, um gosh, I don't I, I see who comes through, but there's a lot of the boys and um oh my gosh, you know, this there's Tim? We've lost some. We don't know what's happened to some people. Tim's in Melbourne. Tim Tim Sutherland. Um, uh, he he did quite a few. Quite he did. Cocorico. Rico. I've Panache. seen just
0: He's on some of the Bluebell groups, or one some. He's on yes. some of the groups. I see his yep,
1: name. He's on some of them. And you've got Paul Meyer. Meyer. He was at the reunion, I believe. And he just he just came down to Australia. So I said, why do not you come across the ditch? And next time, next time, he says. And he's done a lot. He did a lot of party do party do work and he's his his story of how he got into dance is truly amazing because he came from hungary um Ooh, what's his name paul paul p he spells it p-a-l Maya. um m is it m m-e oh i've seen that yeah yeah he's done lots of adage work i think he's in vegas he's had a couple of marriages under his belt but um i'm going to be in vegas
0: next uh in february yeah, I'm going well, to go. I'm, I'll am have to look up some of these because there's
1: so many Lucy like, dancers. Foshan, there's one. Yeah, Lucy Foshon. She was um, Lucy Foshon. She married, um, and there's Bobby Bowling. Don't know if you know him. I don't know what he's doing. He's in Thur in Vegas. You've got Paul. You've got Sandra. Alt. You've got Sandra. Sandra up in Spokane. You've got Belinda. Yeah. I don't know if you've done Belinda. You done Belinda. I've tried.
0: Everybody keeps saying, get Belinda on here. She says she's just not comfortable or something. I'm like, please. Oh. I just know like people adore, like just, like, are they talk about her? There's like the Keep Vander the Linda, the ones that people talk about always, Herma Voss, just that just had that star yeah, quality.
1: Yeah. And there's, there's, yeah, it's just amazing. It's just, um, there was, uh, there's just so, there's so many. We've got, you know, I was trying to think of some people, but, but they've just fallen off the list. You don't, I don't even, I don't know what happened to them. They did a Lido stint yeah. and then they went somewhere. And then what happened to them after that? Oh, Julie Adams. She's a, she lives in Paris. Um, who's one of she's got one of her sons is a um, oh what is he a stunt actor stunt stunt driver. Oh um, really? Yeah, yeah. She, and her daughter is into horses. I, I've, that's all what I've seen off on, on Facebook. Um, you've got Susie Rawcliffe. She's she's got a ballet school out there. Um, oh my gosh, Joanne I'm going to be busy.
0: There well, maybe there's a few well, maybe when yours comes out, they'll listen to yours and then they'll say, Oh, I could do this. So I'm gonna we're gonna end here just because it, <laughs> it's really, really hard because I just like I enjoy this so much because I'm like, oh, I'm meeting a new friend, and then I'm like, oh, I want to come to New Zealand. Well, you but, come to uh, New Zealand
1: and include Australia. Come New Zealand, I food, lead, so don't get lost. I was Australia. supposed to work
0: I was working on a cruise ship. I did one stint where I got to teach and get a free cruise. Yeah. And I was gonna go do more and then the ship. Is no longer. I think it's been bought out, but part of the itinerary. I'm like, oh, Australia, New Zealand. I could cruise there, get my way paid, and then take some excursions. I got all excited about this idea. So I'm like, you. It's all about travel. Like, what? What's the next way? What's my next trip?
1: I I gotta go. So I think the world is away. You know,
0: just yeah. And I've managed to do it with not much income. And you know, my husband passed 14 years ago, so I don't have anybody telling me I can't go. But I also can't justify spending the money in some ways, but it's like, no, I can go. If I, I just, I want to travel. I travel with myself, which is a woman traveling by yourself. It feels very empowering and you know, you figure things out and it's exciting.
1: I think if you really want to do it, this is my bottom. This is what I say to say to my daughter. If you really want to do something, you will do it. Just like we have friends that you go, gee, you know, I'm not saying if they really want to see you, they will see you yes you know, that's kind of what your mother told you it sounds like the the advice your mother gave you yeah and sometimes it's really hurtful some well when it's hurtful sometimes it's really sad because people you know drop off the planet they don't want to you know and you, you you try and try and try or whatever and you know it's just it's just it's just some people come into your life for a reason a season all that kind of saying um yeah but you know here's me here's the grounded philosophical jackie so that's always been me so i've never had my the feet of firmly planted on the ground always have been. So, um, but yeah, if you really want to do it, Sherry, you get on that plane, you get on that yep. boat, you will do it. Mm-hmm. And everything. Yep. I've will- got it next year. i was already starting to look
0: at like my path yeah. and where I want to go. Like, and it yeah. helps me like look for, have something to look forward to. And yeah. just like, like you said, you have this short amount of time in your life. Don't, don't wish you had done things. So yes. we'll She's leave it on long- there. That's a good note. All of you listening, if you're We're thinking about doing this yeah. stuff,
1: long time dead (laughs) all right you're a long time dead so so get out there and enjoy your life while you can because it ain't a dress rehearsal here you go there you go that's our ending
0: oh jackie thank you so much (laughs) this was fun and informative and